Welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. You've got questions, we've got answers. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, we're bringing real answers to help you live and love your grit and grace life. Welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. I'm Darlene Brock. And hey girl, hey, I'm Julie Bender. Julie, I know there's so many places where we check boxes on where we are in life, whether it is filing your tax return, saying you're married, married, filing jointly, <laughs> single, or whether it's your Facebook status. We all kind of <laughs> seem to fit in these boxes. It's true. And some of our listeners probably identify in our intro when I say you're single, married, or single again. I've literally lived every phase of that. And so since we talked at length about marriage recently, we wanted to devote this episode to the woman who is single for whatever reason and in whatever season. Before we get into that, though, I, I did a little digging on what it's like to live single for all kinds of people. But people, I say that, but the first one I found, which I thought was pretty funny, was whales find their mates in 15 minutes. Finding a good man can take a lifetime. <laughs> I mean, what what do you think the whale courtship is like, though? I don't know. It's probably one the first big... available, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. One, don't they make these really funny sounds? Maybe it's some enticing sound that the, the whale, male whale across the water said to you. I have no idea. Hmm. But apparently it only takes 15 minutes. Well, I think something to keep in mind, and that really was encouraging to me, especially while I was single, is that just because you're single doesn't mean you're available. Sometimes it's by choice and because you're working on yourself, and that is a very healthy and wise place to be. It really is, because, listen to this one, having a man to hold your stuff when you go to the airport restroom is not a good enough reason to find one. Well, Superman was single. Batman is single. Spider-Man is single. I know nothing about these superheroes. But maybe you're single because you're a superhero. Absolutely. At least we believe you are. This week, we're going to talk to you ladies, no matter what circumstance brought you to being one of the single women in this world. You know, we want to hopefully encourage you and recognize you and talk through some of the challenges you might face and know that we really, really, really love you exactly where you are and want you to do the same. We truly believe that although singlehood comes with a variety of challenges, which we certainly don't want to underestimate or gloss over, but we also believe that it's a valuable place in life that can truly be lived well. And so we want to talk about both the opportunities and challenges that can come with singleness. All right, I want to start here. Do not let the word single define you. Don't feel like it's written across your forehead and people are making judgments or having attitudes. It does not define you. It is a part of your life. It is not all of your life. Well, just like we talk about being in a relationship, that shouldn't be the primary, you know, source of all joy or struggle in your life. Being single is just part of where you are. And it doesn't mean that you're lacking or missing out or less than. Everyone who is married was once single and very well might be again. It's true. It is absolutely true. 
And we know it does come with its own challenges. You have the plus one. You're the odd girl out. Um, You might be facing other people's expectations, Mm -hmm. which can drive you crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I'm guilty of sometimes thinking that my single friends will be more available or will automatically want to do something because they have nothing else going on. And we want to kind of prevent that type of thinking or assumptions. Yeah, or they might think, I'm going to find you a good man because you really need it. But Mm -hmm. what you said earlier, Julie, just because you're single does not mean you're available. You know, we do also recognize that saying you're a single woman doesn't explain it all. Hmm. That you find yourself in varying circumstances that... Each place is very different from the other. Yeah, singleness is definitely not a one-size-fits-all or, you know, one type of scenario. I mean, you've got single, never married, without kids. Or single with kids, never married. Or single with kids and you're divorced or you're widowed. Then there's single with a co-parenting situation. And then there's the one that seems to happen a lot these days. You're single and you're doing it alone. The man who is the father of your children is MIA and it's all on you. So we're going to try to tackle every single one of these areas and see if we can kind of offer you a little bit of support, a little bit of help, and a little bit of, hey, we see you exactly where you are. Okay, so if you're single and you don't have kids, you may be struggling with loneliness. You may constantly feel the pang of wishing that there were more people in your life to love, whether it's the kids you crave or desire or the partner that you are missing. Well, and I think you find yourself, we talked earlier about being the plus one, having to come up with a plus one. You know, don't don't think you have to go find some good-looking man out there to make you look good. You look good anyway. So go find somebody who you'll have fun with. Go find your best friend to go to that wedding with. Find a coworker that you totally love or a relative, a sister, whatever. I think you need to start with, I'm going to have a good time, so what's the best scenario to do it? That's not finding some guy so you feel good about yourself. You should feel good about yourself anyway and take that person who's going to make the night fun. You may struggle with the temptation to wait. Wait to do all of those things in life that you think will be more fulfilling if or when you were to have a partner. Things like traveling or, you know, experiencing life or, you know, um, bucket list type things or having children or buying a house. And we would say don't wait. If those really are things that you desire in the season, then you should go ahead and pursue them. Yeah, and I know, Julie, you and I both have people we love in our lives, women who decided they weren't going to wait to adopt that child. Mm -hmm. And they got children. I know in my situation, my friend got a child out of foster care system who desperately needed a mommy. And it has been such a rich and wonderful relationship. You know, no judgment that you shouldn't be doing it, full support if you feel like that's the road you need to take. Mm Mm-hmm. I think if you're single without kids, sometimes you can almost overfill your schedule, maybe even subconsciously because you want to keep yourself from feeling that loneliness or have a feeling of, well, I don't even have time for a relationship. And so we would just encourage you that it's important to have things in your life, career, friendships, experiences um, that are valuable to you, but make sure that they don't take over your life. 
Yeah, and I think building your career in a season where you're not distracted by the other people in your life is a wonderful opportunity, but like Julie said, don't let it be your only thing in life because life's so much richer than just the job you do, the work or the career that you pursue. I think the other thing that you need to guard yourself against in your busy life is other people's expectations where, I think Julie said that earlier, they look at you and go, she's got time, she doesn't have kids, she doesn't have to cook dinner. You know, you do have to cook dinner, but (laughs) not for a whole brood. Um, But to for them to expect you to fill roles that you maybe shouldn't be filling. They, they aren't for you to do just because other people think, well, she's got the time and ability to do it. Mm-hmm. I think it may be a little reverse of that too. Don't assume that your single friend doesn't want to be invited to your home to experience the chaos of the family life and all of that. I mean, I know of people who would say, gosh, I crave that interaction. And so I would love to be invited to my friend's home to have dinner with her husband and kids once in a while. So it wasn't like I didn't fit there. So that might be something to consider as well. Yeah, because that's great, Julie, because if you think they don't fit or worry they don't fit, they're going to feel like it. If you say, of course you do, Mm -hmm. they're going to feel like they do. It takes a great team to do everything that we do at Grit and Grace Live. Todd Dangler at Yonder Shore Creative is not only the caretaker of our website, gritandgracelife.com, he also edits the podcast that you listen to each week. If you have digital marketing needs from website and email marketing to business consulting and podcast editing, visit yondershore.com forward slash grit and grace. Okay, let's talk to the co-parenting mom. This is a often very challenging situation. I know a few people who have figured out a sweet spot in this scenario, but that often takes time and isn't usually the case, especially right off the bat. Yeah, you have to orchestrate the handoff where you have this weekend, they have that weekend, you have this holiday, they have that holiday, and you've got to figure out how to make that work primarily for your children and then for both of you. Mm-hmm. You've got different households, which often means different rules, different parenting styles. I think it's important that you um, remember that your life still matters, even when you're playing this juggling act of figuring out how to balance all of this. Yeah, and I think the most important thing you can do is just try to manage it well, not antagonistically, not with adversarial attitudes, just try to find your peace in it. Mm -hmm. I think it goes without saying that this requires a lot of compromise. And somebody just rolled their eyes because they don't want to hear that again. Um, But I guess we're just saying we know that you're going through the pressure of feeling like you constantly have to compromise. So first, maybe just we see you and we know that that's just a constant thought in your mind of, well, I'll have to give this up to get what I'm looking for here, you know, or this next week or this next holiday. And, And I guess we just want to acknowledge that it takes a lot of grit and grace to do what you're doing right now. And we know that it's hard, but you can continue to do it. Well, and as if you really have time to do this because you're a single mom, um, I think one of the best things you can do is sit down and write out what matters, what is important to you and to your children's well-being, and that be your goal. So if some of the compromises you make don't fall under the list that matters, Mm -hmm. 
then go ahead and do it because what matters is peace, having as much peace as you possibly can in this challenging relationship that you find yourself in. I I guess I would say to the mom who's maybe newly separated and still kind of navigating those initial waters, we would definitely encourage you to find a good lawyer um, one who or a mediator one who really prioritizes a peaceful interaction from both parties and really seeking to honor both parties to help you get the best benefits for you your ex and your children um, I think some women maybe are afraid to look for a lawyer because it may be it may seem you know adversarial but instead there are certainly people who will fight to make sure all parties are getting what's best well and I think there's wisdom in you're you're entering you entered a marriage contract now you're entering a divorce settlement Mm -hmm. and in that it is wise to work out as much as you're capable of working out because it also helps you have peace going forward. Mm-hmm. It takes away some of the doubt and questions and problems that can arise when it's kind of messy or gray. And a good lawyer who, as Julie said, treats it honorably can help you navigate that. I know we did an episode with a lawyer, so I'll make sure to link that in the show notes on having an honorable divorce. I think the last thing we would say to the co-parenting mom is it could be easy to spend the time away from your kids stressing about the experience they may be having or are they missing you or are they being treated fairly or you know what will it be like when they get back and that's all natural and understandable but we would just maybe encourage you to use that time when you don't have your kids to do things that you love to de-stress to you know pursue the hobbies that we as busy moms don't often get to do and so it's kind of a built-in you time and spend it alone spend it with people that you love pursue new things that is your time you know the one thing you don't want to do when the kids are gone is sit around and fret it's wasted time. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can do to control the circumstances that they're in. So what Julie said is absolutely right. Focus on you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to talk about this next mom that I think are where a lot of women find themselves, mm-hmm. and that is the alone mom, mm-hmm. the one who's the father of their children is not around, is missing, is probably not su- supplying any kind of support whether it's financial, whether it is emotional, or just taking the kids, they're not there, and you're doing it all on your own. First off, this is a very difficult place to be, and we we don't want to rush past that. We want to acknowledge that and to sit with you in that and to encourage you, if you're listening, and this isn't your life, but to just take some time to remember that you likely know women who are in this situation and maybe to give them that added grace because of the pressure and the stress that they're often living under. But to the woman who's in this place, we want to also encourage you to not continue to do it alone. The father may not be present, but there are certainly people around you that love you and want to play a role in both your lives and your kids' lives. Yeah, and don't be afraid to scream, cry, pound on doors, whatever you need to do to say, I I need help. I mean, as simple as an emergency contact. Mm -hmm. The father is not there. What if there's an emergency in your life, your child's life? You know, 
find the people that you can trust who say, I will be that for you. Mm -hmm. I will be the one who will pick up the phone. I will be the one who will come to the hospital or, you know, to where your car's broken down or to whatever's going on in your life. I am all in because there are people out there who want to be that for you. Yeah. And I think it's important to, you know, make room for your single friends and their kids in your life. And, you know, I remember when it was just Lincoln and I, there were definitely people who I made a point to spend time around their family so that so that Lincoln got that interaction and he got to see healthy interactions of families and to know that he's loved by people, even though he didn't have a dad anymore. And so we have a we have a single mom friend of mine who lives in our neighborhood and she adopted her daughter um, by choice. She was never married and she adopted her daughter. And in the last couple of months, we just kind of decided once a week, I'll pick her up from school. She comes to our house. She has dinner with us and she was with us last night. And I noticed that she was paying a lot of attention to Donnie. And, you know, they have a cute little bond. But I just was saying this is important for her to get to see what it's like to have a man around, you know, if Lord willing, God brings her a dad one day. And if not, she at least knows that she has somebody who, you know, sees her and sees her value and treats her in a kind way. Julie, I think that's an important point because I think it's, it's vital. It really is that you, as that alone mom, find some men that you respect, that you know are honorable and gracious men and your children have a little experience with them, whether it's a grandfather or an uncle or like Donnie is, a friend's spouse, you know, or a brother. Make it purposeful. Look around and find that man and actually reach out and say, would you mind? Would you be willing? And I think you'd be surprised at how many people would say, oh, yes, I never thought about that. Sure, I'd love to do it once a month, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, find that and it will help you in your life. I think something we want to be careful to say here too is that this is not only for your kids. You know, it's important that you have interactions, um, you as the mom, you as the woman, that you have valuable relationships and friendships and people that you trust that are caring for you because that is one thing that is missing when you don't have a life partner. And so um, we as moms sometimes, and in all different scenarios, uh, single or married, we sometimes put everything into our kids' well-being and forget that we're valuable too. So don't forget that you need the love and support of other people around you just as much as your kids do. It's not only love and support, you just need time for you, ladies. Every, No matter which part of being single or which place of being single, you find yourself, you can't just, as Julie said, you can't just pour into your children or you can't just pour into your job or you can't just pour into something else in life. You need to pour into yourself too so you can be strong and confident and filled with that grit and grace you need to take care of everything else in life. I think another idea is to make sure that you're, you know, working with other single moms. I mean, there's a community there of, you know, divide and conquer and spend time, you know, kind of taking each other's kids, but also spend time all of you away from your kids, you know, find a way for that they're doing something else and spend time just moms that your whole world isn't revolving around the kids. Community is so important in all of those different ways. You know, I would I would probably 
gather a few moms and say, how much money do you have in your purse? We're going to hire a babysitter. We're going to stick all the kids in my playroom and we're going to leave for two hours. Okay. And if the place is a little bit chaotic, I don't care. I need those two hours. Mm -hmm. So do it. Yeah. And don't feel guilty for taking care of yourself and all of these various ways, whatever isn't, we may have not described what is life giving to you, but feel freedom to pursue those things that give you life and those pockets of, you know, recharging and regeneration. And I do want to reinforce ask, 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 ask. Don't assume that people know what you need. Don't assume they know where you are. Don't assume that they they understand that you, you know, have a struggle at night with your eight-year-old who does not want to hear anything that you have to say and you don't know where to turn, and you need some help, ask. Just ask people around you that you are confident in their wisdom, you're confident in their compassion. And I would bet almost every time they're going to step up and they're going to bring what you need. I guess to kind of close up this section on different types of single moms, we just want to acknowledge that that being a single mom is literally one of the hardest jobs there is. I mean... It's it's unfathomable at times the different the different stressors that come with it. But that doesn't mean that it's impossible or that you're doomed to fail. You have everything you need to love your children well and to produce good humans. It's true. And you know, Julie, in the years I, I ran the record company, I had several single moms who worked for me. And I you know, truth is I gave them a pass. Sometimes when maybe I wouldn't have give as, given as much of a pass to some of my other employees. But what I saw in them was they were so much stronger sometimes. They were so much braver. They were so much more dedicated to doing their best in every part of their life that I thought I kind of need to give them a little bit of an out whenever I can. So you know, you need to go home because your kid's losing their mind with the babysitter. Daggone, go home. You know, whatever it takes, because it is a hard job, but you know what? You're doing it well. You are doing it well, mamas. How many times have we been watching award shows or reading, you know, success stories of people from all different walks of life? And how many of them have said, I owe it all to my mom? who was a single mom and she took care of me and she set me on the right path. And so um, I I just want to say, you know, you are producing that child that you don't know how he or she is going to change the world and one day make you so proud. And sometimes it's hard to see that in this moment where everything seems so difficult and dark, but keep keeping on. Absolutely. And I got to throw this one in. Um, Sometimes you think, or maybe other people think for you, that a man is the answer to whatever the challenges you have. Ladies, a man is not the answer. (laughs) He does not fix it. In fact, quite often he can complicate it. (laughs) And, you know, in a lot of relationships, one of the loneliest places you can be is in a bad relationship. Ooh, that's the truth. So, I mean, I get that for many of us who are single or have been single, finding a relationship is one of your goals, but it can't be your only goal. It can't be the only thing that occupies your time and energy and attention. When we get in that place, we end up losing part of ourselves or making, you know, allowances 
for a relationship that isn't actually what we truly want or deserve. Well, and like we said earlier, don't let, if that's not your goal and you have other goals, you might have a goal, I want to buy my own home. I want to get this degree. I want to, whatever the want to is, find other goals and things you want to do. I want to take the kids to Disneyland. Okay, save up money, make the kids save up money, take the kids to Disneyland. Whatever it is, make other things focuses of your life. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, no man, even if he's the right man, is going to make you smarter or prettier or more capable than you already are. So love yourself with or without, in or out of a relationship, because a man isn't going to make you, you. It's true. It's true. So I kind of want to talk to everybody else, Uh, you know, we who aren't single and don't find ourselves in that place in life. And if you're single and listening to this, I want you to play this portion for your friends, okay? <laughs> because I think it's it's on us to step up and help us to do the things that you need to be surrounded by the help and compassion and understanding that you need at this place in life. Yeah, it's not our job to be on the constant lookout and, you know, set up goal of helping our friend find their true life partner. I mean, unless she really asks you to be a part of that, it's certainly not your job. And and you don't want to create this message that they need somebody to be better or worthy of value or complete in any sense of the word. Well, and as we said to the single population to ask for help, I would say to us, ask them what they need. Mm -hmm. Step up and say, how can I help? What can I do? Can I be your emergency contact? Can I do like Julie and Donnie and pick your child up from school one day a week and let them hang with me? What can I do that will help you in your life? I know a lot of churches have, you know, singles gatherings, but what are they doing something for single moms? You know, maybe you can be the one to initiate uh, once a month, you know, childcare type of opportunity where single moms have the opportunity to have a safe place where their children can be cared for while they go do whatever they want to do during that time. Maybe you could be the one to initiate that. Well, and maybe you, like I do, have a husband who's not fond of amusement parks. Now, I love them. I love roller coasters. I love being yanked around. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, I've gone with my daughter who's single to amusement parks with her and her son because I'm having a ball and she (laughs) needs somebody else to help him not lose his mind while he's there. (laughs) So, you know, if you find yourself married, but there are things you want to do, travel, say to your single friend, go with me, Mm -hmm. go with me, come with me. I'm going to go because I want to go and I want you there with me. And I think we've said this, but we can be a part of our single friends emergency plans, whether that's like you said, emergency contact or just being available or picking up the phone when they call because you just have no idea what their need might be on the other end. Just be there, show up, be available to your friend who's in need. Well, and again, I want to go back to you ladies who find yourself at this place in life. It is not lacking. It does not define you. It does not pigeonhole you. It's simply part of who you are. So instead of looking at it as a negative, look at it as this is part of my life and I'm going to make it great. Mm. 
Dar, did you find a verse that you think is fitting to maybe encourage the single woman on this episode? Yeah, and it, it may be kind of an odd one, and it's Philippians 4, 11 to 12. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing and with everything. Mm-hmm. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. And I would say that of both married and single women, be content where you are. Find contentment in the life that you're living right now because it's rich, it's wonderful, it's great. So be comfortable in it and glean all you can. I'm going to make sure that we put in the show notes some of our favorite articles that speak to different parts of a single woman's life. And we surely hope that you found some encouragement and love and support in this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life. Make sure you've subscribed and rated and reviewed the show so more friends can find us. You can also share about this episode on your social media or send it to a friend you think it could help. You can find everything we talked about in this episode on our website, gritandgracelife.com, where you'll also find plenty of other articles from other women answering questions you may have.